0: is the one that is a of getting milk. I was only about maybe 30 years I was getting hammered. It was a party, a little party, and someone had made a huge vat of a super fruity, um, super alcoholic beverage. But I just thought it was so nice and big, so with a big ladle. And uh, I don't know if I remember how deep it is in the valley, I don't
1: remember. Um, but I don't remember the alcohol
0: at the time. My mom wasn't a casual drinker, I was just invited to this party. Um, and so I hadn't like, had the weddings of grown up grapes or anything like that. And I just remember that this cute, fruity bunnies was very sweet and very delicious. And, uh, and people were leaving 4 cups of it laying around everywhere. And so I was walking around drinking leftovers of whatever this, um, drinking <laughs> from concoction, um, was. It was just laying all over the place. And then, during times, I got in a damn damn benchless pool that ran all over the place. Anyway, um, and I was kind of accustomed to me being wild and falling down and, and bumping over things. So now i noticed my breath and body it got more and more out of control. Until um, I started filling up, and and when that portion of the early evening began, there was no doubt that but this liquid emanating from Daddy was the evil leftover contents from the Monster House, and uh, and uh, and that uh, I uh, originally loved so very very much, and uh, and was now revolting against me. Yeah, so I found myself missing up. This portion, um, I don't I'm I'm mean to run into a couch, kind of goofy, and then thinking, I did not mean to run into that couch. I might be having issues. I knew nothing about drunk or, or not drunk or anything like that. I just remember I did not <laughs> mean to run under that couch. I never in my really life would have associated it with the Red Solo Cups. But um, <laughs> and I was thinking, I don't I just remember. Um, the concern of burnt faces, like they were, they seemed huge and nightmare in the movie, Like, there was like, word, maybe it was like, and it was strong. Oh, uh, I remember that for some reason. But still, yeah, I was five minutes away okay from those five-hour when the men were being naked. Um, I had nothing to why at that age I would be embarrassed about being naked. Most of my kids were that age. I had no time to being naked. I was right
1: the I thought, <laughs> I'm a man, but I'm going to
0: mind, find out of myself, shut me down, and put uh, me in a tub. And it seemed like the little girl in the party was sticking her head in to make sure I was okay, and then I was kind of embarrassed that this little kid had gotten a hold of So they were checking <laughs> on me. And, uh,. And, uh, I'm so naked in front of everybody. Like I'm in this pub naked and everybody's coming in to look at me. And uh uh and so and uh, I am had a feeling of a on display for absolutely everybody to see. And that's uh some of the people doing some sorry um about my show and my anonymous, kind of week as we're gonna learn to the original story of shame and nakedness. Where this moment began? don't our identities? Where we've been looking at um, a kind of powerful kind of like piece of our church vision, uh, the vision statement, anyway, um, and, and how can what are we accomplish our goals as a church? Is to try to reconcile the redemption to the, the four relationships broken by sin in the fall. Um, we spend a lot of time in this passage as a church, just in general, now, because we know that the scripture idea has an, an original design for humans, um, the, uh, an original plan and purpose for us that's beautiful. Um, the fall, even though we are so sort of deeply, um, kind of disastrously really affected by sin, um, we know to uh, we get just a little picture of what things are supposed to be um, in God's design, that that we can see what we're trying to blend back to, what we're fighting for, the, the kind of life we're we're trying to be to and restored to in light of kind uh, of this beautiful, bountiful work that Jesus did on the cross for us. Um, and also we're looking at the aspect of these broken relationships that bring a little authenticity. In uh, kind of reclaiming our original designs, we discuss the need to take God for who He is and, and who He would reveals Himself to be in Scripture, rather than the, the God we tend to create for ourselves. Um, who surprisingly, surprisingly, likes a lot like we do. He happens to like the things that we mostly like and dislike the things and people that we mostly dislike. But we don't, we don't know that God. We know God who presents Himself to us and uh and uh, and take him yeah. as to authentic safe because we need to take a whole country so good covering that the origins I'm of a cultural mandate uh, that comes from Genesis 1, where God said, "Go, be fruitful, multiply, govern of the earth, take care of it." We were, from the beginning, not to kind of just sit in a garden forever, but to, to grow things and make things and create things and advance things. as part of who, how we're created as people. Genesis has a cultural mandate. Now, we were a commission to make this image. Our um, work—the work we do with our hands and bodies, our, the feeding of, feeding and raising of our families, um, and then kind of growing and and helping the world to function and happen—is um, a deep core in that, that that is part of the human wiring, and we take that very, very seriously. and And it should be satisfying to our souls. It should be something that. That, uh, and honestly, and when sin happened, God said, it's going to be hard now. You're going to have to scratch out a living. You're going to sweat of your back. Now you'll make bread. He said, we we're going to for it It was supposed to be a so satisfying call. And so we want to be redeemed back to that. And um, we value what we do. And we just going to talk um, about and, and we strip to, to the Um And we... Christ, God, 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 to God, 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 um, they want to, to see God to them, and take seriously all the commandments so He's given us, uh, and the want to see what God is that He desires for us. And we live loved ones, even when they don't do that, even when they don't want uh, to obey God and live according to God's plans. We spent time on God the inherent tension that exists in the Great Commandment to love God and to love people. Those sometimes bump into each other uh, and create a tension. And Paul basically sums things up um, this kind of deep invitation to others uh by uh, by saying you have to give them space you have to give them space to be themselves and trust that God is their God and, and can take care of them. Um, this is yeah. yeah. to the and the most difficult of like the four broken relationships from Genesis three. This is the relationship that the church has started, I think, throughout history to deal with this uh, and to talk about. Um, The moment this relationship was destroyed, was reads like this. I don't know if I know. It's the moment that Adam and Eve ate the fruit. And, and God shows up in the ground and, um, and, and, and it says, As soon as my looked down, they saw their nakedness and, and felt the need to cover themselves up. They never felt the need to cover themselves before, to, to cover up. They were, for the first time ever, uncomfortable in their own skin. They, were, uh, they felt shame, is what the Bible says. This thing called shame entered the human story in this moment, and they were no longer fully comfortable with feeling themselves. One of the in the true themselves that was good and evil was the moment uh, that they never everybody really like to dollars later. Um, they felt shame for the first time. Uh, they're no longer comfortable being themselves, being authentic. Um, and they were actually uh, the the peace that they had once known, um, just in their own being, was broken. Uh, and this mm-hmm. is a human In fact, we are so sort of, kind of accustomed to this um, relationship being broken that it's hard to imagine what we have might mm-hmm. feel like if we had. It. It's tough to imagine what it might be like um, not having that. Now, in fact, some people who have no shame we. Considered to be sociopaths, sometimes like we don't, we don't know what it's like um, to not uh, to be our image kind of with who we are. Uh, this is we tie up in this broken relationship. Every advancement in psychology, every governmental structure that is trying to control human behavior, every massive body and mind self-help industry, even the clothes and decorations that we change for ourselves to make ourselves feel better about who we are. I want to in this moment in Genesis three. Um, when the human relationship with self was broken. Um, I guess the uh, beginning of the year, and I think, by you know, the way, there are many two of us who are still hanging around in so. the house ocean we made a month ago to lose some weight in look better this year. You know, I mean, we, we're not talking about ourselves, and, uh, and we know it. And as we go the that redemption of this fundamental relationship, might look like. Another sample of the pastimes going on. The fact of the matter is, it's, uh, what it's like to live every day with this broken relationship. I'm going to read one and seven. One uh, of the greatest pictures of what it's like to live as a human. You'll see on the screen, tell if going to finally make bad out, or if not, the yeah. names will hopefully be on the screen. It looks something uh, yeah. like this. Uh, of course. Here we go. I don't understand myself. So I'm wonder, for what I want to do that is right. Okay, I'm going to read it this way. I don't want to understand myself. And I want to know what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But now, when I do it wrong, this shows that I agree but the that the law of God is good. So I am not want to say, it again, it's saying what I want me it. I'm And nothing good lives in me. Nothing was in my sinful nature. I wouldn't do it if I can't. I wouldn't do it as God would do it. I don't think we do it often. do it, but if I do what I don't want to do,
1: I know I have a demon inside
0: of in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life that I, I never do what is right. I inevitably. Do what is wrong. I look for to the sky there is a nuclear power within me. There is a war my mind. This power makes me a slave to sin that is still within me. A miserable person that I am, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death?
1: This is the there. of the Does
0: anybody, anybody, kind of resonate with that? Uh, uh, is it? Just me. I mean, kind of very first word, I feel like Paul is kind of speaking my language half the time. I don't really understand myself. Like this is this mm-hmm. is yeah. a human condition. This is this is a statement I think we can all feel. I mean, we feel we'll it, right? Just just as we feel the noises. Um, and I remember when made some dumb decisions that I know they were no of than to make. Um, it wasn't anything that I they just they trashed the room they were hanging out and, like, hang them in. Like, people are just hanging out in it and it gets messy. It was, uh, they, like, they had had some trash and rather than just put the trash on the floor, they cut it by a thousand pieces and then threw it on the floor. Like, you know i was saying? kind of like twinkling to make an extra mess. Um, as I child was showing me that day and as a child backed them these cupcakes with some really vibrant get colors and we would take them you get a cupcake left eating it at the table and of course they choose to ignore that take it in there's this really deep colored of rubbed into the couch like they intentionally tried to grind it in I mean it was it was, uh, it, was uh, uh, it was it was, it was it was throwing, um, strong, um know that we want to start up there and we just one of those things you do and so you have that conflict, and I know the have to rip somebody's head off, but I also know their kids and so we times I don't know before I got back and uh and it was obvious, rather than clean it up, they chose to, like, expand the mess. we got up the next morning, and the thing was, the, the thing was worse than when we went uh, to bed. And, uh, uh, room, and it was a And we, we took them kind of drawing mm-hmm. the boss's yeah, attention to, to the you know, yeah, room, almost like I hadn't seen it, and we're like, are you looking? And they're like, oh my gosh, this place is a mess. You're like, oh, you imagine that. And uh, that's the position. And the final person, oh, what are you looking? And, and of course... Now, but this is, our, this is I for I say, I don't even really understand myself. like, I don't really understand myself either. I, I didn't want to do this, but yet I did it. Yeah. It happens, and it I'm wild and untouched. The things I didn't want to do, I seem to do. We see it in our children. I don't think they were being evil. I don't think they were really trying to make a mess. Just, They're living past life in this moment. Not some as shocked at the same place as we were. Uh, and you know, that we hate really like that somebody can can do something and not even know why they do it. It drives us crazy in other people, you know. And yet, if they are honest,
1: we're not stronger
0: than seven. How could you not have known this was not okay, you know? And how does just knocks it down. We fight against this. We don't want this to be true, even though we know it is. We must really dig ourselves out of this. I know we might have tried to compare much in the way, but then I should at least learn to compare what I do. And yet, Paul makes it sound like it's not. It's like we have a stranger staring so at the top all the time. And uh, we actually hate that stranger. And as it's going unpacking, unpacking this moment, this frustration that I had in that hate that I was looking to downplay his thoughts. Uh, except for the fact that it's like it happens to have your name and your skin. Um, and I never really thought about that simple revelation that Adam uh, must have had when he looked down after sitting for the of his Adam and said, Ooh, I don't like this guy. I don't understand this guy. I don't want to be this guy. And that's a was looking quickly and that the context of part thought was anything but. He says, Oh, what a miserable person I am. a lot oh, of oh. us passage this crazy, full of rich theology, the psychology that Paul uh, reveals in that writing. Oh, what a miserable person I am. The person is, I thought I was a wretched man that I am. The translation I first made it is wretched man that I am. But the deep part of psychology comes in some statement is. Is the exact thing that I was so brand new to Adam. That moment he was different. The whole wretched man that I am. I don't even like the me that I see. It shows sure itself something was family really broken. And I'm not only seeing that one of us lives in the, in the shadow of this passage in one way or another. So that was my limit, comparatively speaking. Uh, and overcoming kind of that inner chaos and dislocation, we, we managed to just most of it do what we should. To it sounds like against the culture, uh, and, and, and to be selfish. think it's to do what we're going to do, and not to do the right thing. It's always because that all of us that we, would rather, uh, that we would rather wouldn't be there. I and mean, mm-hmm. if mean, that's the case, because mm-hmm. one of the things that I was that do and like, well, if we don't, if we don't recognize kind um, really of the dualities um, you know, that the present in this passage, then we're a waste state. And I think this is one that most of the body today, but we can be nice and doing the right light with no possibly some to eyes, and still not feeling comfortable in your own skin. Like what would be a terrible place to be? To to not recognize this duality and still not like who you uh, are, still struggle with the oh, what's the man that I am I And mean, For me, one of the most beautiful parts of the gospel now, then, uh, is not the to is that it answers the question of I don't feel comfortable with myself. The gospel tells us why, because sin entered the story, and we live in this this terrible duality. It's going to be horrible uh, to to not have that and still wonder why you're not comfortable. With yourself, and I don't think that you just want why? And that's one of the things I love about it. And the, the best news is that God doesn't just outline the misery and the human condition, um, the bad relationship with the Son. He gives us a way to redemption, which I think is is good. He said that the entire of the answer is in Jesus Christ." Our uh, Lord. This no that, right? No the answer is probably Jesus. We remember we this, just the Sunday school class that was teaching about Noah's like, and the animals that were on the ark, and the teacher was doing an exercise and explaining characteristics of the animals for the kids to. Uh, to try to guess such an animal. And she said, there's the animal that lives in the trees and it's small and pretty and eats nuts and has a big, bushy tail. Little there's this and She calls out and he goes, it's not a little scrabble, but we're in church. It's probably Jesus. We're about to the other We're Jesus. And it's interesting like cramming on a, it's a good thing that I'm to say, I okay. well, I'm about the limitations really really in like uh, kind of a cliche, so I'm sure what's the research and like the 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 a the 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 I the 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 I the 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 I the 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 to the so, let me to unpack that a little bit. First, um, I think it's very important to note that Power owns the situation from what it is. I mean, by the time that Power comes to his chapter, he can't pretend to be okay. I think that's important. He doesn't pretend to be holy. He doesn't pretend to, to have it together. He's like, there's well, the thing. I mean, if I, I, someone came to ask, I and mean, this is my passing poll, like the right here in 2000, 2000 if someone like, came to ask me, like, that's what I do, guys, how do we do it? Well, I don't want know, know about one of the like that we're going to be okay with that. We be like, well, then you've got to do better. You know, we'll be you know, we do it in a place. And this is the Apostle Paul saying that. And so I don't know if that's the case in yeah. us. I mean, better yeah. I mean, nice and more honest than most of us are willing to be. I and mean, I mean, so he earns the situation
1: where he's going to go that he's at
0: peace with himself. Um, I and mean, then kind of testing how important this is, especially in our culture today. I and mean, sometimes it's you're not going to kill you are. And that's not cool to say but, um, but yeah, I mean, you're not good enough, you're not where you should be, you're not acceptable. Um, and, uh, and then we have a you do know, sort of you one, well, and just my might just want to be well, one of them. Um, you're not perfect. You're not who you should be. You're not enough. Uh, and this should be a comfort when we think about it. Um, but nothing more credit. Then just ask somebody who is unhappy exactly an and experiencing shame and just join up and hope that, um, but they're perfectly alive. Because if that's the case, what hope is there for not feeling like this? And When you tell somebody who is struggling, you know, you're enough, you're you, you're perfect. Then it has been that this miserable feeling in the, the, the I'm doing, feel like is the way it's supposed to be because there's nothing that I need to change. I think that is cruel. I think that's wrong. If I'm miserable <laughs> I mean, in and if hear that we're perfect versus the other, isn't that saying that the miserable is perfect too? That this is the way you're supposed to feel? I think so. I mean, if I'm going to put on the job of your child, then what hope is there to ever be happy? Right, and I think um, well, well, we're the one of the most you know, mentally unhealthy cultures in history. Um, and one of that as the fact that we've told people that's in adult they okay, just as they are. That they can, in some sense, kind of instinctively, that that's not true because they're they're not happy with who they are. They're, they're, they're feeling of original shame at the time that even. But the second sinned, and yet they no longer see a no of that. that. Um, so that was a conclusion. I just I'm just moving that over. They uh, they blame people on the outside for their condition and they take the victim role. Um, and that's how they control their pain. Um someone doesn't have some because we're earning the spoken. But By earning that we're not the way we should be. Uh um, one I'm not I authenticity, but I think the small thoughts because owning right? I mean, the fact that you are not who you should be. Uh, and so starting from kind of that reality is not just laughing in shame, or just saying oh, I are say, it's not that. It's recognizing that, that conscience that voice inside of us that tells us things are going okay is a different from God that we desperately need to listen to. It's a very important thing. And I mean, Let's paraphrase something and think about how weird the conscience is, really. I mean, never mention a thing. There's some, for example, you want to lie, you want to tell Um... And, and for whatever reason, you want to. And you're never going to. It's yeah, so not like the easiest way out the best way is I I, I don't want to admit something, so you never lie. Wow. And you have some vast, some part of you, something in you that are some type you shouldn't. Which is, I don't to think about you. but it's a weird thing, that you're being not be and that uh, you, know, after a few seconds, you shouldn't lie. You're like, oh, we don't want to, though, so. What is the voice coming in that says, I don't want to, because like, yeah, I really, really don't want to? And, uh, just the presence of that second voice is kind of strange when we give it just a little bit of thought. That we can really want to do something, but at the same time, we can really not want to do it and have that voice say that we shouldn't. It's kind of like the if we're honest with ourselves. There's a good testimony to that, especially young mm-hmm. generations, that that voice is a good thing, that we need to listen to that voice, that that voice is a good thing then mm-hmm. there's Someone else on, it's not just a to your misery, and it's that uh, you should to listen to your conscience and work hard to make yourself better. The good news uh, about being um, authentic. Is that we are miserable, miserable, but we have a constant saying there is a better life, there is a better way to live, there is uh, you could you could serve others, you could love Um and rather than tell people that they're not okay and that they mm-hmm. need to change and grow and dig deeper, we we tell yeah. them that they're perfect just the way they are, and, and I think that uh, uh, leads them astray. But something of the in church um, as as always done to kind of this perfect standard of Jesus um, over or the and so you just and you don't so you can't be miserable when you work with Senator repentance. Like that's kind of the way we talked about and I think both ways are wrong. I think it's wrong to not give people the hope that comes with change but uh, also wrong to beat them down um, with a, a standard that they, they can't meet. Um, so, uh, so uh, what does Paul now when he says that the answer to the blasphemous burden by sin is Jesus? What, what else could he mean? I don't know Jesus answers that question a little bit for us. In uh, Jesus women, and John said in this encounter a woman caught in the neck of the belfry. Uh, it's, it's a note of them I Jesus without compromising not know of righteousness, I do and just how of the kids I don't the middle of the seven moment. He basically asked to put all of those asks, well, with the of self righteousness and self importance in the presence of a real son, to And Jesus who don't struggle with Paul's and prepare to hate John, is basically what he says. For those of you who don't feel that one seven moment, better news than if they're a person who hates sin and wants to see it punished, but he also loves sin and knows that he wants to do it as much as possible. You no, know I mean? <laughs> he doesn't, uh, in the way that Christianity can bear a stone. Basically, what he says if you're a bad person, if you, if you don't feel that the blame is on him, and then, yeah, bear a stone. And everybody walks away. And now, Jonas, now, he, 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 all he does in that moment was force everybody to be authentic. In that moment, he said, Look at yourself. Be authentic in this moment. And if you can authentically say you have no sin, then by all means, throw the stone.
1: And everybody that away.
0: He might even be honest about who they were. And I thought I this exchange with some very clear cool words. He says, Listen to what If you finally, you like to laugh about this. Because you will have the light that leads to life. And then, God example, someone challenges this statement and the, the way he said it, he kind of gives it the things. He then adds this: And says, Jesus, I don't think you'll ever believe him. You are a child of yourselves. If you are not profiting my teachings, you are not the truth, and the truth will set you free. And i kind of brought out that the misery that God has in heaven and so on, the, the misery that God has a couple of accusers. And can I, I show uh, the idea of freedom sounds pretty good. Like the idea of freedom and uh, that blooded passage we talking about sounds pretty good. Uh, most of something have a statement in the middle of them, this exchange with the women, this exchange with this uh, this number of the accusers. Uh, what truth does Jesus communicate when he says the truth shall set you free? What truth did he uh that he is that reliefness from that uh, and I think the last thing known in much of the morning moment was that they were like all sinners. That was the truth that they gained in that moment. They, they settled and walked ramp- into the public, area all fell as of the good guys. And they left with truth. They left with truth. And so, here's the thing: truth burns what Jesus said is to of the world. Finally, you're not down. Is it going to about of and business get some light? It hurts. Like it, it burns for it's painful. It's the whole idea is that when I let such prayers by revealing and burning around anything that's not true. I had God could this He said, but now to the, the of that yeah. And the devil have? Jesus Christ. There are kind of blessing of materials, and wood, uh, hay, straw. the what kind of work each has done. The family oh, will share if the person's work has value. If they do sacrifice, the better will receive a reward. But the bill uh, is the up in the bill, except the bill mass. The but we're not someone who barely escapes through a wall of flames. Now, I'm obviously talking about kind of a final judgment type thing here, but the, the concept is the same. We build walls and enjoy even our identities and understanding of ourselves on things that are false, on things that aren't real. We call up the White House because of shame. But how many of you? Covering this newfound nakedness. The power was not very strong, but the end was the same. It doesn't last. And Peter's very clear about why. Yeah, it's tested by fire. Truth is a burning. It's a fire. This is why we stress authenticity so much here, because uh, what's another word for authenticity? It's true. What you want to be? True. Be true. Be a true, be true you. So this not it's that kind of you do you, you know, living my best life kind of true, and not be true yourself kind of true, or some kind of pleasurable attitude. We're talking about wickedness. true. This is Adam looking down and not looking what he sees. This is Paul saying, "I do to understand myself," because that is true. And Jesus said that that truth will set you free. Being honest with yourself will set you free. So, I think God does because it's bad about feeling put apart by his own conflicting ways and Christian times with the they will set free. He says, thank God it's Jesus. And then after that, the Bible is going to the next chapter, but the chapters are added later. The Bible is nice says this, so that God no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because you belong to Him, the power of the life giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. This is not the,
1: the most beautiful and
0: comforting verse in all of the of Scripture. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And this is how the relationship with the self is redeemed, I think. So, we're going to unpack that for just a minute. And then i going to about the shame. Shame into the story. Shame into the story. shame narrative. And it's been alive ever since. And the challenge for the past couple of decades is to deny shame, to reject shame. Shame is a bad thing. We ignore shame. We channel anything that causes shame. And I think this is exactly happy, personally. I think like we need shame. No, ever changes without feeling change. Without feeling like I want to be a better me. I don't like the me that I am, and I want to be a better me. No, it grows, grows. No, it advances. Something that's us is we are really what we should be or could be, and the result of that truth, the action to change and do better. To grow, to adjust, to to the work, to be more than we created to be. Who on earth would would ever do that if they didn't feel uncomfortable with who they currently were? If they didn't feel the discomfort of shame. So I think shame is what we get rid of. I think shame is what we're supposed to feel is broken people. I think shame is hope that there's something better. When you have to not that shame. Um, I don't think it was an evil thing. I think it was a, an authentic thing. He had made a mistake. And that mistake was showing up in his guts in the form of shame. It was a true thing. It was the true thing in that moment. For the first time, he realized that he was not in no this moment who he was created to be. And that, that feeling that he had in that moment was the right feeling for that moment. It was a true observation. Shadows not the enemy. If you listen to the of words that I was saying, well, the the word sound, sound sham. I don't want to expand myself. But I love what I'm doing what is right, but I don't do it. And still, I do have a hate. I know if yeah, I'm doing what is wrong, this shows that I agree with the law of God is good. So I don't know what I'm I don't sin me that does it and I know that nothing good lives in me that is isn't my simple nature. This right, I, can't. This right, I, don't. I don't know if I'm to kill it. I don't know if I'm to do it. I don't know if I'm to do it. If I don't know what I'm to do it, I'm not going to in my as long right. it's sin living in me that does it. i just feel a bit principle that I when I do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love that uh, more with all my heart. But there's another live within me that is at war with my sin. I have not sin. This is still, the sin that is still within me. And I will use that person that I am who will free me from this life of, that is dominated by sin and death. But all this is a statement of shame. In the yeah, other so Paul, Paul is honest about who he is. And he doesn't like it. And he's so cunning. Shame is, is not the problem here. So, what, what Jesus got of in his death was was condemnation, which is different. Paul very next verse. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus don't will say no shame. shame for Christ Jesus.
1: The shame is that a right,
0: and we have short. It's the we should be. It's not the we're not who we should be. It's not really falling short. the short. in condemnation, which is eternal death and punishment but Jesus took things on our behalf. We don't have to. And that's what we were free from—from the condemnation that our sin leads to. And all of the reasons I'm glad that chains and neck chains are out of our lives is because I think Jesus uh, no longer condemns us, and we can't do anything to become anything but the chains. If I'm being guiltless like that, if I am that my saying, runs to that I'm going to death, if I know I'm condemning said, I don't want to hide some shame. I am to hide some that are well conditioned. But only because I know that I'm not condemned in Christ can I embrace my shame and allow it to drive me to do better. If I know I'm because of Jesus, then shame becomes my act of authenticity. And I'm just to say, I don't like the me that I'm presenting to the world today. I do not buy God's image well today. I do not love God with my whole heart and love my neighbor as myself. But I think this is this realization, or fear of this realization, because never so, yeah, so that I know I'm not good. I have no kind of access to own that shortcoming. Of you have realization that the can with move, but do better, spirit, be better, not as a lot of misery, uh, and sugar, and, uh, and I think that's an important and healthy thing to know. There are things that we can that we'll do goodness for us is not we fear condemnation. If we constantly live under the shadow and fear of condemnation, if we live under the weight of, of condemnation, we will never no go into our shame and, and turn it into a treatment for our good. If we constantly fear condemnation, we will hide from our shame and we will and we will run from it like it's an evil thing. But we understand that we are loved in Christ completely, and that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So we can own our shortcomings and kind of having to make us better. Paul's absolute trust in the love of God, that allows Him to own His nakedness uh, and, and be authentic with His sentiments in Romans seven, uh, is, is our reason in the fact that He knows that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So that's what we're going to do with our community church as we kind of close out our identity series to kick off 2022. Um, but then we're always a church. And we always, um, we're happy. There's value a your code that we expect you to have um, to be here uh, we certainly don't want you to feel like you have to smile and be happy and have this like rock solid, unwavering faith in order to be a part of our community. Uh, we believe that even when you we know, are full of doubt and frustration and disappointment, you can bring all that to church with you and own it um, right here with other real humans. Um, there's no reason to be fake or to stay away from church because you don't feel like you are holy enough or overflowing with faith enough. That is not how we. Do church here. That's not how it works. It like, like, going to become a four-blown hot mess if you need to, and there is no judgment or expectation to like pull yourself together. That's not how to do it. But that, that does not mean that we don't want this to be a place where change and growth. And, uh, and and facing our inadequacies are, are brought to limit. Um, gently, hopefully, think, for us to rent and, and take to Jesus and engage in the hard, soul work of changing to be more like Jesus. Just because we have a college graduate, it's not that we don't want you to come ready. To do work. We really want that out of Christian heartiness that we hope everyone will aspire to. That's not really we don't necessarily for for you. We want to say, mm-hmm. like, well, but like, we need you uh, to, as quickly as possible, to act like this. Like, most people in our churches ask, can we talk about that quickly? They say it's you're but once you know, we don't need to start like this. pretty really, it really, really quick. quick. Um, and that's yeah, not about that. The one the I always Come to church, ready to change. Every single one of us. And We have to be ready to grow and to work because we're not where we should be. We can be more healthy. We can be more loving. We can be more creative. We can be more all kinds of things, and that's why we come so that we can confront the Word of God we can confront the Spirit of God and say, "I want to be better. I want to be better. We can burn God's image better, and we should always be in a place where we aspire to do that. Where we aspire to grow and change. And both says those things go together. And one we can come and be authentic, be authentic, and we can be convicted and challenged to grow and be better and become more like Jesus. And I think we have to do both. I don't think we can change until we face the truth that we aren't who we could be. We aren't who we should be. Which means we have to be authentic. I'm not talking about the church of random muffins soldiers senators who hide nothing. The other so thing that makes me uncomfortable are those families who put themselves together not because they like dragon muffins. It's not just because they don't like dragon weapons I don't like dragon muffins, but we all have mess up, change us for the better. Only when we face who we currently are, when we're authentic and we're of the truth. Truth is what sets us free. Only when we're real and authentic, and we come in exactly who we are and face that truth, do we get set free. So, here mm-hmm. we to this. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and the, the, the spiked punch um, I have a truth that I think every single patient in church eventually seems to learn uh, and it's not going to be naked in front of people um, and obviously I'm talking metaphorically because um, I listen on a lot and i social media feeds some people seem to really like being naked in front of people but I feel like <laughs> nice, I'm going that I wear right now we believe that it's wrong uh, to feel bad about ourselves, um, and uh, the thing that makes it so dangerous is that it's not real. Um, we do at times, maybe even oftentimes, maybe even all the time, feel bad about the way we act, and it's completely inauthentic um, to pretend to love ourselves and accept ourselves and feel no shame for anything we do. That's that's not real. It's not true. I that's a sign. We have a pass to admit that we've done it. We have a pass where it's okay to say that. where it's okay to say I don't want it to be me presented to the world this week. I didn't do a great job. One of the reasons we play the of patrician every week is because I think those words are powerful. we to own the fact that we don't always do it right. I think one of the things that with us as believers is that we've done a poor job sometimes of admitting that we don't get it right. We need a test to confess. We need to confess to people who will do two things for us. One, remind us that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. That condemnation is not what we're after when we say we've blown it. When we're going to rattle in it and say, um, you know, um, we're, we do not believe in condemnation. And we need to confess to somebody who, who reminds us of that. And Jesus Christ took care of that for us. And it's the second reason we confess this, so then, to someone who Jesus with a plan of God's spirit to us And I always hope to do better. That is why we have the Spirit of God living within us. so we can do better. So that the only thing that we, that we know there's no condemnation and that there is something better. We do have hope. We do work for it and move toward something better. So, in up second event at it'll be a place where we work together to bring redemption to the fell relationship with the master and the And will come relationship with you. And that means that we work together to create a space where you can be you, just you, with and in the culture you don't like, just you. And second, you work together to make a space where we can grow together to get more healthy. And then, that we need to feel good at times if that's what we need to feel, and feel courage at times if that's what we need to feel, and stretch and strive to do better without having to feel condemned. We need both of those. I come across a generation of people who have messed but don't know to truly admit it. So we have to create a space that submits that message and leans in the real truth. So, I want to open this message is: you do that and I'm to some of this morning. Because we're going to let know what's on and sing in my song. Look inside yourself and, and listen to that voice of conscience. So, if you can do it, If will and you have a check and walk in it. But you must have speak down your conscience. What's it telling you? God, for the stuff you've been taught that church is supposed to pick on. You don't yeah. like going through a checklist of I drink smoke, cost gamble, dance, I don't know. Don't tell us why we're not talking to you. Why don't you say we can eat on it? Why don't you say we can back time? Why don't you say we can spend more with your kids? Actually, sure listen to your spouse? Why don't you listen to your spouse? Why don't you listen to your it is. But listen to that voice. Neither right, is welcome the challenging, convicting voice, and without causing condemnation. That's the really tricky part. Only your conscience to challenge you without feeling condemned. I'm no good. I'm no good. There's no the condemnation. That voice is your friend. That's the voice that says, "I believe that I can be better. I can do better with the power of the Holy Spirit. I can be more." But this is a good thing. We shouldn't hide from it. I'm going to have examples common, and what was the church that doesn't thank us on these full relationships. And our God, God as a church is we have faith in the hearts that we will be people who don't hide from God but rather run to Him. The real God just as He presents Himself in Scripture.
1: We don't want people that we find as I know as to and
0: see it as a sacred kind as we obey the culture a mandate that God gave the human family in the very beginning. And I hope you have people who take that call seriously. I think we have people who take seriously our debt and obligation to love others. And no matter how many divisions exist out there, that in here we may run and we fight to maintain that unity of love. And probably a number of people who are aware of the truth about who the devil is and who we are. You know,
1: this and then we think
0: furliness and fig leaves that we're going to use it to cover ourselves because we're going to unlock it as we are. Are we possession to receive both the grace of God that says you are never condemned in Christ Jesus and by the resurrection of the Holy Spirit that says you can be someone better.